together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the book of prophet Jeremiah chapter 18 verses 1 to 6. The word came to me and said to Jeremiah, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was working at his will, and the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it into another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to do so. Then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this porter has done, says the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the porter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. What a beautiful text. It's it's amazing uh, how God works in mysterious ways. Jeremiah, as the prophet, is led into the porter's house and he sees the porter at work and the porter wanted to make a particular vessel, but that did not happen. For whatever odd reason, it didn't come out, it didn't come through. And so the porter decided that because this vessel is spoiled, let me make something else with it. There are different aspects into this. The first one is the hand of God. And I often ask myself, where is the hand of God in all of this? I mean, we need to ask ourselves if, if we want to be honest and, 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 and if we want to be faithful to God. How many of us in the church listen to God? How many of us are driven by love, mercy, compassion, generosity? And how many of us are driven by injustice, fear, How many of us are going out to destroy rather than to save? To bring destruction rather than to build? Sometimes as we make decisions, we need to ask, but where is the hand of God in all of this? Sometimes as we engage, where is the hand of God? In all of this. Do I even consult God. As a father. As a mother. As a parent. The second thing is. God gets his hands dirty. He gets the mercy. And he's willing to, to, to get his hands dirty. So long as he can save us. 
And that's powerful for me. He's willing to get his hands dirty so long as he can save us. God wants us to be okay. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be great. He doesn't want any other thing but that I am happy, that I'm fulfilled, that I'm blessed. He gets his hands dirty. And how many of us are willing to fix things? How many of us are willing to work through it? How many of us are willing to pull through? The third principle that works for me, the initial plan does not work. And so often in our lives, the original plan does not always work. Am I willing, am I prepared to go back to the drawing board? And to admit, it just did not work, boys. It didn't work. And we couldn't put it through. It's not a sign that I failed. It just didn't work. And there are many reasons why it didn't work. You know how many of us in life have, have lived under this great illusion that when I reach this age, I will have achieved X, Y, and Z. When I finish school, I want to do this. When I finish my degree, I want to do this. After my first work, my first employment, when I get paid, when I have my house, I mean, it's all a nice dream. But how many of us are stuck in that? Because we, we grew up with these dreams and ambitions. And what happens if it doesn't work? I mean, I've met people who've, who've studied, who says, I need, I need the job I studied for. And they will not settle for anything because they've studied for this job. They, they feel that they're entitled to it. They've lived this particular life, kind way of life. They, they're entitled that God should treat them this way or that way. How many of us are living like that? We live in a lie, in a world of illusions. That's not how real life works. We live with regrets, with bitterness. Because we've planned our lives, but it has not turned out the way we wanted it. It has not. It has become different. But another thing which is also important, going back to the drawing board, am I able to change, to relearn, to re-strategize? Many of us are stuck. 
We dig in and we don't want to change. We become stereotyped. And stubbornly refuse to learn to change. And many of us not only are victims of that, but we will destroy our lives because of that. I'm not willing to go to the drawing board. I'm not willing to revisit the issue. I'm not willing to reconsider. The last point that speaks to me. Can I not do with you as this porter has done? That's the question from God. Can I not redefine your life? Reshape it. Can I not work on you? And what, what aspects in my life needs to change? What dimension of my life needs to be saved? Where do I need the hand of God? On my own, I cannot do it. On my own, I will fail. Where is God calling me? Where is he leading me to? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O oh my God, I offer up to you all my thoughts, words, and actions, joys and hopes, graves and anxieties of this day. I ask you to grant me the grace to love and serve you and all those you send my way today. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.